Winter and Quarantine, my one-year story. Every day, we're bombarded by choices, messages, opportunities, warnings. As the one-year anniversary of the COVID-19 pandemic approaches, it's impossible not to see all the many ways our lives have forever changed, some all at once. I have struggled with this strange new world. Even as we are confined and isolated, we consume more media than ever before. This social disconnect and the level of cognitive dissonance it engenders has left me feeling strange, sometimes physically sick. I've always been a loner, never really looking for big groups of friends or joining crowds. So when the pandemic first hit, I thought the ensuing isolation would be tough, but manageable. I thought I could lean into being an independent person and just get by as best I could. As the crisis worsened, however, and American leadership failed to meet the moment, my earlier confidence in my little dinghy of independence started to get whipped and tossed on this vast ocean of chaos. I am a 44-year-old woman without children or strong ties to my family. When the pandemic started, I was living with my husband in a small town in faraway Holland. We don't speak Dutch. When the government decided to shut down all non-essential businesses and restaurants, Dutch people came running through the streets of their village and formed lines to make desperate, last-minute purchases for who knows how long. When we reached the front of the grocery store line, a man suddenly shut and bolted the doors. We couldn't understand. The man on the other side of the door couldn't explain. But then after a few minutes, the man simply turned around. He opened the door. We wandered again for a few seconds, blinded by the infinity of the place. We were inside a grocery store. See, it happened very fast. We did not expect it. All the major events of a life unfold in the instant, in mere seconds, Everything of importance, of any real consequence, takes exactly one second. The look exchanged between two new lovers, the moment the baby is placed on the mother's chest, the statements, you're hired, stage four, marry me, I don't love you anymore. See, they're each about one second. Our lives tick by as we wait for these seconds. They pass thunderously, leaving a trail of the buckled and battered, who both cannot believe and yet want to believe. To experience an unrelenting series of these moments, to watch them pile up like produce in the sometimes open, now closed again grocery store, is to potentially contract Takasubo syndrome. This ailment starts with a weakening of the left ventricle, the heart's main pumping chamber, usually as the result of severe emotional or physical stress, such as sudden illness, loss, profound heartbreak, or natural disaster. The condition is also known as stress-induced cardiomyopathy, or broken heart syndrome. The heart comes to resemble the shape of the takusubo, a Japanese octopus trap in which the animal can climb in, but never escape. While this is a real and serious medical condition, I believe you can conduct your own tests at home. The pandemic has provided ample room and time. Lie on your bed. Take your hand and put it on your heart. Feel its valves and pulses. 
wonder at its industry, and consider, what is keeping me alive? Is it the meat of this flesh muscle in the center of my chest? Or is it a Japanese octopus trap, one into which I seem to have climbed, but may never escape? Thank you. Wild and attempt my thoughts. Why does it glaringly seem as if our history is obviously repeating? The history I have not seen, but seen vividly in my head to historical accounts. Passive words that described our history, the American history. Was it leptospirosis? Or was it smallpox, measles, or the lethal influenza? Then, if not the three, was it polio or the swine flu? Was it the Great Depression, when unemployment statistics ran throughout the entire nation at petrified rates? Since segregation London, discrimination was riding its wings and finally found spread gold all over our government officials today. Why? <laughs> Were they still up there? Why? Was there another injustice on the news today? Why? Can't I do anything? to stop these sickening crimes in the legal system. Why was there even a debate on whether the death penalty was unconstitutional on a presidential pardon on any acts of crime was constitutional? We say, write down our history so that we may learn from it. But is that true? Have we learned from the events that happened a century ago? When we call the pandemic an unprecedented time, was that true? Haven't pandemics happened before? Haven't we just relapsed and against our better judgment, against our controls, we had turned back time and was again reliving a truly terrible reality. Imagining death round corners and the elderly especially, who anticipates an outstretched hand towards them 
It's called a, of a sickly virus. Or first responders that puts up a smile for their dying patients, but faced internal clashes as they themselves tried to cling on to their homes. For whoever is in danger of losing their homes after their jobs, they aren't on the streets, right? Do they have masks, hand wipes, any method to sanitize themselves? And for those who are stuck in the houses, are they fine too? Do they live as they want? Whenever, wherever. Why is the future so unstable? Why was there such an urgency to earn money at the age of 14? In a year that drew a dark streak across the lives of many, that casted a dark shadow in historical books, we found ourselves asking the question, why, more than ever. I flip through articles that educates me in the place of school. I can't help but feel anxiety. And then I feel it for a good 30 minutes, fretting the dire need for change and hating how I was the only one concerned. Do we find the balance between ignorance and knowing too much to the point that hurts? Whatever do I do as I bear witness to a police officer abusing the power, perhaps on a black stranger, perhaps on a black friend? Whatever do I do when I see a woman being assaulted on the streets, whatever do I do when these scenarios, ugly as they are enough, are suddenly directed at me? Does this sort me out to make me sound like a victim? Was it like that? Nonetheless, things from here on have taken an unprecedented new face. People will want a voice. People will want to be heard. People will fight for change. This time, all unmuted.